הרנים כאשר התמילה חול הצדיקים אמיתים שרנו לחול הצדיקים אמיתים שוכני עפרה קדוש משה בארץ המה הוא יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוחמה רבנו אנחנו נפגים את שמחה נא נח נחמה אנחנו נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן ארוך השם you continue where we left off סעיף רש ל"ו conversation 236 אמר לאחד שהיה חולה גדול מאוד וייסוריו היו קשים מאוד מאוד Rabban was once speaking to one of his students, a person who was extremely sick and he was suffering with excru- excruciating pain, tremendous afflictions. He was so sick, he was on the sick bed. And he had a toothache, a pain in his teeth for quite some time. Um, with a pain that was so out, a pain that was so beyond description, so intense, it's impossible to describe this. Until his face became swollen, which in Yiddish is called Gishvalin, but um, his face became swollen, you could see on his face that he was suffering from this pain. And he went and visited the greatest doctors, the most outstanding doctors in their field. And they all went to him and they, they did all these strategies and they formulated all these ways, methods, to remove all his teeth with uh, tools that, of course, were very painful. And we can only imagine. Back then they didn't have uh, anesthetics and all this stuff. Um, so imagine what we're talking about. And this man's internal organ, organs um, weren't doing well at all until the point where he was about to die. Rabbi Natan says, the sum of all the things is that his, his suffering was, was tremendous. And Rabbeinu, may his memory be a blessing, said to this student, uh, he said to him, All the afflictions, the, the bitterness that he was enduring for all these years, All of that is better than one single burn in Geina. One single burn in hell. One single burn, one single flame of fire in Geina is more painful than all of that. All those years of afflictions. And look at the description that Rabbi Natan used. As is alt beser eider, en bri in genom, en bri in genom is erger der fun. It says in Yiddish. Essentially, that one single burn in genom is more painful than all of that consecutive suffering of a person, of that that person had experienced over the years. So, imagine the level of suffering that is genom, that we cannot even imagine or describe the pain that occurs there. Um, Look in the book Rashid Chochmah and other Sifre Musa that discuss uh, these Inyanim. Rambam discusses this. Uh, several different ideas that are mentioned across the Holy Sfarim that discuss the punishments of Geinam. But of course, Rabbeinu really emphasized the study of Rashid Chochmah, a very holy book written by Rabbi Eliyahu Midivash. Um, one of the students of the Ramak. So, um, of course, a book that is uh, founded using the teaching of the Zohar Kadosh and um, the Sod, and it discusses over there all the levels of uh, Geinam. 
there's a certain gate over there. In um, uh, there's a certain gate. I forget where it's probably in Shara that discusses um, the levels of Gainam, and there's a certain uh, there's a certain gate that discusses the gates of Gainam. Um, a sort of section of the book. Um, I have to double check, but I believe it could be section thirteen, if I'm not mistaken. I have to double check, but nonetheless, um, it's filled over there with all the details of each level, what sins bring you to each level. Of course, it's a book that a person should read in order to increase his yirat shemayim. For Gainam is a is a fundamental principle of Torah, even though we don't like to speak about it, for it is very very dark. Nonetheless, it is important to know this, and it is important to instill your mind and your heart with fear so that you can serve Hashem Yitbarach. For Rabbeinu says, the foundation of all serving Hashem Yitbarach begins with fear. Then only after do you get to Ava. But um, first is Yira, then Ahava. So um, the, the Ahava will follow. But uh, we must start with Yira Chamaim, Yira Ta'onesh, fear of punishment. And then only after will we get, um, uh, will, will we be in awe of God's greatness and then that will translate into fear etc. Conversation A person needs to be very careful not to utter a word of wickedness, not one word of wickedness. Even in a joking way, even in a way of sarcasm. Now Rabban is going to speak about the importance of speech. How even the simplest Jew, even the biggest Rasha we can say, his words count. And we must be very careful what we speak, even when we're being sarcastic. I know Rabenu um, spoke about this before, and he says that when we're making jokes, as long as it's not offensive to other people, and it's not um, against the Torah, and all these things, then you, the joke uh, is fine. That's it, not megunah, that's not disgusting and inappropriate. These are certain, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Qualities that make the joke fine. Uh, that, sorry, that disqualify a joke, but... Rabbanu says the joking has to be done in a proper way. And uh, Rabbanu says never joke in a way that uh, incites a wicked act. Or that uh, even if you're joking, you don't have the intention to do something wicked. If you speak about it in that way, Rabbanu is going to discuss right now how dangerous that can be. So Rabbanu says don't utter a word of wickedness. Even in a joking way, don't, don't cuss, don't do... Don't say things that are wicked, even if you're joking, even if you don't mean it. Meaning, Rabbanu says, for example, don't say by yourself, God forbid, that you are a rasha, a wicked person, as if you're, uh, an example, Rabbanu is saying here, don't say that you are, that you are, rasha, that you will become wicked, sorry. And not, not to say that uh, you, you can be honest with Hashem Ezbach, and you do tell Hashem Ezbach that you feel that you're not doing well, and that you, that you feel wicked deep down. This this could be a broken-hearted thing. This could be good. But, uh, of course, we also have to find Nekudot Tavot. But Rabbanu is saying that in a scenario where you're joking around, you're saying, Hashem, God forbid, a person says, God forbid, that he will become wicked. As a joke, this is terrible, Rabbanu says. Or if a person, God forbid, says that he's going to commit a sin. Uh, this too is very bad, God forbid. Even if a person saying this in a, a sarcastic way, a joking way. And even if it's not in his intention or his heart to do this act at all. Nonetheless, Rabbanu says, that speech, that utterance damages a person very much. 
And actually those words can force you later on to fulfill that which you said, that which you uttered from your mouth. <laughs> it's incredible that your words can literally force you to, um, to act upon it. Act upon what you said. Even though you didn't say it with the intention to actually do it, you said it in a joking way, even though your heart didn't mean it. Nonetheless, it can actually force you later. And this is how Yehu Amelech, um, Yehu the king, uh, stumbled. When he uttered from his mouth and he said, Yehu, Yehu, saying it obviously, um, referencing himself, will serve it very much. What was he referencing? He was saying that Achav served the Baal a little bit. Um, and this is obviously when Yehu is presented before the um, those people who are of the Baal, those people who are serving this Avodazara, this idol worship, the Baal. And um, Yehu was presented before them and he was pretending to say that he was going to serve it to give them the impression that he was on their side when he really wasn't, obviously. But uh, Yehu said, Achav served the Baal a little bit, but I'm going to serve it very much as if he was trying to show that he was on the, those people's side, even though he wasn't. Even though his heart didn't mean to serve it, obviously. He only said this in a way of sarcasm. As brought down over there in the text, that uh, he was only there doing, he was only saying that to mislead those people who were serving the Baal. But nonetheless, just because he uttered those words and he said those things, he stumbled through this. Until until he himself literally served those idols that he that he didn't mean to serve, that he didn't want to. Because it says in the Gemara Sanhedrin that the covenant is made with the lips. There's a there's a breed with the lips. Of course, there's the Brit Lashon, there's the Brit of the Brit Milah. These two are connected. And um, the covenant with the lips only emphasizes the fact that we have to be careful with what we say and that our words mean something, even the smallest Jew. Um, especially the more righteous you become, that the words that you say um, have uh, more of an effect. But Rabbanu says we have to be extremely careful for there's a covenant made with the lips. Say, and also look in the Gemara Moed Katan, page 18a. But we see here the importance of speaking words of truth, not speaking words of falsehood, especially words that are going to incite something evil. Even if you don't mean it, we have to avoid that at all costs. Um, very important to speak words of truth and to speak honestly and to be with Hashem Bach and all the Borim for speech has such a power. And... Um, um, God willing, we should have the merit these awesome teachings and uh, this advice that we should uh, speak words of truth and avoid um, this evil sarcasm that a lot of the time people fall into. Rabbeinu discusses this um, in uh, the story of the seven beggars. <laughs> One of the days, there's a, there's a beautiful story about um, the, uh, what's he called? The lost gardener and the, the person 
one of the beggars going to uh, to find the lost gardener and who the lost gardener is, how the city, uh, what do you call it, lost their sense of smell and all these things it has to do with joking. And Rabbeinu talks about the idea of joking and how joking um, from a person's jo- from a city's jokes, from a town's jokes, you can tell the um, where they stand with the Beit Kodesh. You can tell where they're spiritually standing. All these things, person's jokes reflect who they are, especially if you're able to look deep down. And it's uh, something we have to be very careful with. So that's it for today. Let Hashem will continue in the next uh, episode with Seif Reshlam Conversation 238. Bezrat Hashem.